0: Hey, everyone. Thanks for joining us for Reconstructing Truth. My name's Aaron. This is Caleb. Uh, we're grateful to be with you guys as we continue uh, our Christmas series um, here on the podcast. But before we do that, we want to encourage you to uh, like, share, comment, give us uh, all the accolades you can on whatever um, platform you're on, whatever you're listening to. So, you know, we just uh, we need that, um, not only for our self-esteem, but to... Right. Um, to defeat the man and to, <laughs> to push back against the algorithms. That's right. Um, so. Don't
1: lie, but embellish. Yeah.
0: And so, and also if you hate Mark Zuckerberg, then you should share this to Facebook. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Yeah. All the things. that are really, really. <laughs> get, really get to him. Get his goat uh, or whatever that is. Um, I don't think he has a You know, him. and if you love Jesus, you should share
1: it. <laughs> um, if. <laughs> That's right. <laughs>
0: Anyway, <laughs> um,
1: we just lost half of our listeners, yeah, all uh, three of them.
0: <laughs> so so last week, um as we kind of began, uh we talked about uh, the virgin bro- birth and the necessity uh, of Jesus being born um through the virgin Mary. Um we also talked about how immaculate conception is a heresy. Uh, <laughs> and uh, it is the most important thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> we talked about um, our, soon na- our sin nature, I cannot talk today, um, human depravity, uh, and, and just in and those things, right? And, and how, um, you know, because Jesus was born through a virgin, he didn't inherit the sin nature. We see that in Romans 5. That's original sin from the garden. Um, so if you missed that episode, we want to encourage you to go back and um, just... Uh, fulfill your life um
1: purposed here and, and right. do that that one thing you, you know that 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 yeah emptiness you feel within you it's yeah. because you didn't listen yeah to last it's because you didn't listen weeks. to last <laughs> week's <laughs> podcast <laughs> and, you know uh, the important thing about that is you know these are you know and i and i got some feedback from last week is that you know these are things that maybe people don't think about yeah you know and and again this just this one pays to the or points to the richness of, of the Bible in, in, the, in Christianity as a faith, uh, but also to the grand design of God, you know? Yep. I think, And so it's a lot, there's a lot more depth there than there is in like, maybe say other faiths, I'm not going to name names, but where, you know, some dude sits in a room and writes a, a book and says, this is from God. Yeah. This is, there's a lot more layers. There's a lot more depth to what we Some of those believe.
0: guys did that in caves, though. Some, I,
1: some did in caves. And some I did feel in the like
0: woods. Those are probably <laughs> um, just a little more valid. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Because, you know, cave just kind of has a better ambience to it. That's right. Yeah, And, you know, with the walls, God's voice kind of reverberates in a different way. So
1: Yeah, maybe you heard um, it a little wrong.
0: Yeah. I mean, I can't see that taking place from a hat. You know, there's no reverberation in a hat. But with cave walls.
1: <laughs> yeah, and you know it's a good sign that your faith is, is, is legit, if you have to threaten people to, you know, like I'm going to kill you or you have to pay me a, a huge tax if yeah. you don't believe what I believe. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, for those of you that just missed all of that, maybe someday we'll do a comparative religion yeah. <laughs> episode where we, we, we let you in on all these inside jokes about different faiths. But um, but no, like I said, you know, the, again, the the depth of of what we believe, like there's so many layers to it and there's so much to, to when you really start to look at it and you see what you know, what God has done, you know, to make things, to make, to make sense. Like these things had to happen yeah. in order for this to, to be in alignment with who God is and his nature.
0: Yeah. Well, and it really does, man. And, and it also points to just the inspiration of scripture and the truth there, because you're looking at um, this collection of scrolls and, and letters over um, thousands of years and the fact that they seamlessly fit together and even things that um surprisingly
1: well for not yeah, being written by one person yeah yeah i mean yeah
0: very <laughs> much so even so much so where there's certain truths like later on that that almost um were i mean i say almost i mean we're kind of like unknown but then it's kind of like oh crud man look at this and it's like oh yeah 1500 years ago that was actually in here and yeah. we can see that now as you kind of put all the pieces together and um and you know that's through kind of like you know, the revealed theology of God where these things were put early on, but it, the nature of it wasn't revealed till later on. And so like, how could people do that? Um, well, they couldn't, <laughs> Yeah. um, you know, it's because like, God did it. <laughs> like
1: Bruce Willis being dead in the sixth sense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's exactly like that. Yeah, so the, yeah. If you haven't seen that movie, sorry yeah. to spoil it for you. Yeah, yeah. If you haven't seen that movie, it's your problem then I guess. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, anyway. Nobody started off that movie saying Bruce Willis is dead. no. No. You know revealed theology revealed That's right. to us that uh, <laughs> it's a really good movie, yeah um <laughs> but anyway so so you know we look at um what we wanted to do for, you know, a couple of weeks, last week's it and, and, and continuing this week and the next is, is look at some truths regarding um, Christmas, right? Because it's the, the most wonderful time of the year and, um, you know, you want to scratch your eyes out because you've heard Mariah Carey so much and, you know, so we want to get at the heart of what's actually um, good um, and not evil like Mariah Carey um, <laughs> in the Christmas season. <laughs> um, yeah. And so again, we started with the virgin birth, and today we want to talk about um, Jesus being God. And you know, so we have this this precious gift of, of a Savior. That that's that's the meaning. Um, it's not Saint Nick or or, or Santa Claus or um, Coca Cola drinking polar bear. Um, it's is something of substance and something of value and something real and meaningful. And this Caleb said a lot of times these things aren't thought about even in today's culture. I was actually at a meeting today and um it was a, a pastor's meeting in the in the community there's several of us and one of the guys speaking um i don't want to give him credit because um, <laughs> i'm just not like that and i can't remember who said it uh but he said uh you know in a post-christian culture we can't assume that anybody knows anything about about jesus or about christmas yeah. and i think that's so true right and, and in those um of you like Caleb that have been around the faith for a long time and in the middle of it, I imagine it's easy to be that way because I know me who um, was more on the outside of it. It's easy for me to assume. And, um, you know, and it's a more recent part of my life, but I just kind of operate with that assumption. So I think it is good and healthy to go back and and say, these are the things, these are the things that matter. This is, this is why, uh, we celebrate and this is what the season is about. And so, um, it it wasn't just about, um, some baby being born, um, in a manger. Um, but it was, um, about, uh, Jesus, um, coming to his creation, presenting himself, um, in in human form to save us. So, Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. And so the value of, um, you know, Jesus being, or God, uh, Coming and being uh, man in the flesh, we we talked about it a little bit last week in that it's you know up until this point the the Jews had operated underneath the sacrificial system and that that started in the garden right where Adam and Eve sinned and then you know God um, had to kill kill something you know it doesn't specify uh, of course people like to be like well of course God killed a lamb And no. it's like well while that poetically sounds pretty and, and it makes sense like. We don't know that, but, but he, you know, he clothed Adam and Eve with the skins of animals, what it says in the Bible. And so, I mean, that was the beginning of something.
0: I hope he was walking around with a
1: lion's head cloak. (laughs) (laughs) It's on his head. Yeah, that's how I like mine. that's how I like my Adam. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it would be a lot more scary than having like a little lamb head on you. <laughs> anyway. Um, hippie Jesus. Yeah, hippie would, Jesus. Would have worn the lamb. Exactly. Um, so, so that was the beginning of, you know, the sacrifice of something else to cover the sins of man, right? And so, and then from there, you know, and then that goes into, um, you know, as that, uh, you know, Abraham practiced that, you know, and even to the point he was called to, um Sacrifice the son, which God obviously provided uh something in his place, which again is another symbol of uh, the coming messiah um uh and then you know then moses he uh they expanded on the sacrificial s- system and that became uh pretty onerous as far as like the number of things you have to do and it has to look this way and you have to do it this way, and these are the different things you have to do and the only reason and that persisted because as we talked about last week is that is that man, humans or man god, god set us uh, apart from the animals right god set us over authority of the animals we, we're different we have souls um, we're made the bible tells us we're made in the image of god and so that an animal will never take the place never be an equivalent sacrifice for for us um and we can't go around sacrificing each other because that's looked down upon yeah. i mean well even i mean the old testament you know, they. <laughs> Well, when the you know, when yeah. the, the the Jews started to follow other gods and things, they were sacrificing their kids and, and yeah. that kind of stuff, uh and God did not look favorably upon that. He so, did not. Um they, they they paid a good price for that. So um so at some point but you think we, if
0: we took <laughs> guardrails off of the Grand Canyon, that it's not really a, a direct sacrifice, <laughs> but that might appease God. Let, <laughs>
1: <laughs> let nature take its course. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. A lot of TikTok stars would be falling off the cliffs stuff. <laughs> anyway, um so so but you know God and we mentioned this too is if if you read the account of the fall in in Genesis from that point from the immediate time from right at the beginning when when Adam and Eve sinned and created separation between them and God, God immediately says, "Well, one Here's what you get for that, right? God is just, God yeah. is justice, but God is loving. And God said, also talked about how he alludes to a Messiah, a way to defeat sin, right? And that's through the Messiah who we believe to be Jesus Christ. And so and the only way that can happen is for for man, uh, a man to take our place, right? And, and the only person who could absolves of sins is God because yeah. he's the, he's the, the entity we have sinned against right so somebody has to free there has to be you know if there's going to be forgiveness the person who has to offer that forgiveness is the person who's been you know uh sinned against or you know injured so yeah. to speak right so so that's you know philosophically why why jesus why why is jesus god so yeah um and you know
0: so when we, we look at this this great gift uh, we said this last week you know our because of depravity because of sin in our lives. Um, you know, that was, um, an offense against a, an infinite being. And so, um, requiring infinite punishment and therefore uh, redemption needed to be infinite and, you know, and the animals and everything just were insufficient. Uh, so here this gift is, and I, I love, um, uh, I love isaiah um the whole book of isaiah is um pretty incredible but as far as prophecies it's an old testament book it prophesies a lot about the coming of the messiah um and so i want to share out of isaiah nine and six see if i do this right i did it right the first time again yes i'm the best uh, <laughs> isaiah 9 and see, six. See, if you're not watching on youtube you got
1: no idea what he's talking
0: <laughs> yeah about. um and so yeah if you're just listening to audio i'm like well, we've got video angles not a singular static shot angles four different we put shots. all this
1: effort for you and you're just still listening on Spotify. yeah <sighs> um
0: it says for a child is born to us a son is given to us the government will rest on his shoulders and he will be called wonderful counselor um it's kind of just side note the king james version says wonderful as a singular name for god the counselor is a secondary name Mm -hmm. um mighty god everlasting father and prince of peace that mighty god thing um is what we want to to draw our attention to right is uh um and what i want to draw your attention to is like when we look at jesus a lot of times people will make an argument that he's not god and, and the argument here is not only that he was but he was always meant to be like the messiah was Always meant to be God, God in a body, right? And so to fully understand this, you'd have to fully understand the Trinity. Good luck with that because nobody does. (laughs) But um, Jesus um, is not the father, um, but he is God, their singular God. Um, and, and as far as the Trinity, in case you don't know is, you know, father, God, father, son, father, or, uh, (laughs) father, God, God, the son and God, the Holy spirit. And and so Jesus is God, the son, right? And so part of the singular God, um, and, and so he's, he's presented here and, um he's a part of creation in the beginning. We see, um, that he is the word we'll talk about in just a little bit. And and so he was in the beginning with the father, he's co-eternal, um, and, um, it's coexisted from the beginning. And there's there's not a, a moment of, of any type of existence of God that the son was not present. And so this, this child is born to us and he is son, right? He is God the Son, and he will be called. Mighty God, and so when we look at this idea, um, some people will say, "Well, this was like added later on. Like Jesus was just a man; he was just a teacher; um, he was just this or that." And, and they'll make this kind of argument and says, "It was well later on they decided he would be God." And and you could make that argument, I guess, if you wanted to, it'd be invalid. Um, but I could still make that argument, make it right, and be like, "Okay, maybe that's what they did." And this guy showed up on the scene and he said, "Hey, um, I'm gonna," you know. Be, uh, I'm going to be crucified. I'm going to be in the tomb for three days and then be resurrected. And then people decided he was God. Okay. Uh, <laughs> i would still buy into that, but that's not even the case here. Again, yeah. we see from before his arrival, um, before a fulfillment of 300 and something prophecies, or is it was
1: eight? Yeah. No, it's 300, and, okay. I want to say like 63 or something. Yeah.
0: Or something. Um, before the fufil- fulfillment of all that, he was always intended to be God. Again, um, he will be called mighty God. And so it's so important just to kind of, to take that um, and, and don't fall victim to these arguments that that's a, an addition to the Christmas story, just to make um, Jesus look better. And, I, and I've known people in the church that, um, and this is weird, I don't know if you've met people like this, that they didn't fully buy into Jesus's deity. Mm-hmm. Um, and they believed Jesus is savior um, and, and all of these things. But that was just like one of these things that, well, he never said that he was God. Well, he actually did.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: so did the apostles. Um, and so did the prophets before his time, that yeah. this is mighty God.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm glad you brought that up because I was going to talk about that. Um, yeah, that's a pervasive myth uh, that, you know, uh, well, Jesus never claimed to be, you know, uh, God and that uh, his deity was bestowed. Uh, what's the word? Bestowed. Bestowed, yeah. Man, Neither I one of us can talk name. It's because we're recording the afternoon versus the morning. yes. Yeah. Guess. You know, <laughs> It's time for my nap in Matlock, I guess. But um, <laughs> uh, somebody get this man a juice box. <laughs> That's right. Um, that that his deity was bestowed upon him at the what the First Council of Nicaea in like what was it three sixty something, and that was so that was a and you know that that really got that myth got caught legs underneath them um, oh dan brown the da vinci code you yeah know? and so it, that was a big craze and if you haven't read it which i mean if you read the book the book itself and the story it's an interesting story but it's it, the thing that that killed it for you know it should have for a lot of people is at the very beginning of it it's kind of like the, the book of mormon it says that this you know pretty much is all true and when it when it's not at all like yeah there's no there's no truth to that and so you know this idea that that um jesus never claimed to be god is completely false and it's not backed up by any sort of um contextual evidence um even historical evidence and so and so there's a lot of different uh um there's uh, extra biblical um historians that that record the fact that people who you know followed christ they felt you know followed christ well before like I said the, the council of nicaea and that they they um acknowledged that he was god worshiped him as if, as if he was god one of the one of the key things about um that that points towards the resurrection actually being a historically accurate event is the fact that you look at the jewish people <clears throat> and the jewish people have been around for you know thousands and thousands of years right and um one of the things that that makes them you know uniquely a, a, a unique, uh, person group, I guess, is, is their adherence to their cultures and their traditions and their, um, especially their religious, uh, habits. And so one of those habits being, um, practicing a Sabbath on the on Saturday. Yeah. Right. And so here it is at the, uh, you know, no 30th, 80 ish. And all of a sudden these people give up practicing yeah, know, saturday sabbaths and, and change their day of worship to a sunday no. all these people who supposedly believe you know in in not the god you know yeah. this non-messiah of jesus it doesn't make any sense yeah. right why would why would all these people who are so strictly adhere to um you know some sort of religious uh habits and, and <coughs> their practices while while all of a sudden if they didn't believe this guy was god why would they they change yeah. their practice and so um, and, which is exactly what we found to do. And again, it's not just recorded in the Bible. Um, actually you don't really see that. I don't, there's any sort of specific reference to them practicing on, on, I mean, there's Paul points out to, especially to the Gentiles, like yeah. don't let people talk bad, you know, don't take it from people who are giving you grief for not practicing, you know, yeah. Saturday worship, but basically, but, but we see, like I said, there's uh, Josephus who was a, a Jewish historian. Points out that the Jesus followers practiced, you know, worshipped on Sunday. Yeah. So, and that that was well before Council of Nicaea. So, yeah. the idea that later on the Church, the Catholic Church, which is the the kind of the first Church, no no commentary. Yeah. No. <laughs> the, but the Catholic know. Church, if you don't know,
0: just I, I know you know this, but for our listeners, like when you're talking early Catholic Church, it, it just meant global Church. Yeah. Um, so it was before um, kind of the whole Roman Catholicism. Um, took it over that right um, and that's why if you guys are ever familiar with creeds um right often creeds talk about the holy catholic
1: church and it just means like the the holy global church yeah this is this is right when the roman catholic church that's why it's called this is why it's called the roman catholic church because uh the romans were uh being led by constantine who who's you know up until this point had been persecuting christians constantine declared that christianity would be the uh, faith of the of the realm, and so shortly thereafter, he convenes a meeting of bishops um, in the town of Nicaea, where they talk about, you know, like well, what is it that we're, you know, because it, unlike other faiths, again, I, we could go on forever about kind of a comparative religion. Unlike other faiths, there's no central there's no central place in the in the origin origination of Christianity as far as I mean, outside of like it started. You know, in Jerusalem, you know, after yeah. after, after the, the yeah, outside but, of the fact
0: that it's an Abrahamic religion that you know is a yes yeah. was, I don't want to say sec because um, I hate that some people do of Judaism, but really the fulfillment of Judaism, yeah, in, in my opinion, then, yeah, that that's where it it, it birth, but there's no, um, it's not attached to a specific people group or country,
1: yeah. Yeah, unlike, you know, like Islam, there's, you know, there's Mecca and there's, um, I don't know what their other one is, but there's, you know, a couple places that are like, these are the places, you know, this is where this comes from. And, and, and Christianity doesn't have that. It's well, very yeah, much. And it's not, is, uh, what, <laughs> yeah, and Hinduism is, what, Chick fil A?
0: That's uh, Southern Baptistism. Yeah. Um yeah. those talking about the,
1: the cow sacred and. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, Eat <yes, laughs>
0: yeah. a- more chicken. Yeah.
1: So. Um, so yeah so, it was, so it was a really bad joke um, so um, yes that was uh, um, that's a myth that's not true it's not accurate it's something that's you know secular society is pushing out to try to discredit Christianity is that that we bestow deity on Christ after the fact and that's not what happened yeah it's,
0: it's not and um, you look at the way the, uh, the apostles, um, and that is, you know, the disciples, um, before they were apostles, um, viewed Jesus. And, and it's important to, to note to and understand that, um, that the Jewish uh, religion was monotheistic and because they're monotheistic, that means that they, they only recognized a singular God and, and to worship any God outside of, of God, right? Um, God, their creator, um, was punishable by death. And we see throughout scripture where, um, Peter um, worships Jesus, and 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 this even points to the fact that, you know, Jesus never said he's God. Well, again, we'll get that in just a second, but um, he, he did not stop uh, Peter's worship. Um, we see Thomas worshiped Jesus, and again, um, and declared him to be God. Um, in Scripture, and Jesus didn't say, "Whoa, hold your horses here." That, that's not—that's not what I'm saying. I didn't say. it was, I mean, so we see the way that the disciples um, again um, interacted with him, worshipped him, and, and his attitude towards all of that. Again, in a monotheistic, which means singular God, um, type of culture, where um, to do otherwise was um, uh, your death warrant. You've signed your death warrant. And to say that they didn't believe that Jesus was God um, is just ignorant. Um, it's ignorant of culture, and it's. Ignorant of scripture. Um, I do want to share, and I switch kind of things over here. When we see in John uh, 1 1, and even though I know it, I want to pull it up so you guys can see it. Um, and so we see here in the beginning, and this is um, the Gospel of John, written by John. Um, in the beginning, the word already existed. And this is where we kind of get the co eternal um, aspect of Jesus, right? The word was with God, and the word was God. He existed in the beginning with God. God created everything through him, uh, means of creation, like, I mean, and nothing was created except through him. The word gave life to everything that was created, and his life brought light to everyone. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness can never extinguish it. And so when we see this, that the word that's being spoke about here is Jesus, right? Jesus was the word, and the word was God. And so you have the words directly, um, not just their behavior, right, of the, the disciples and the apostles, but um, words directly uh, of John, and this was recognized uh, as Scripture, right? It was passed along, um, to believers in churches, as this is this is inspired scripture, just like our holy books that they had before that um, <clears throat> were considered scripture, and they began um, to to teach this. Um, not after the, the the council met, but but before, right before in the early church. I mean, when we talk about that, even the council, when we look at the Athanasian Creed, it says this: for uh, this is the true faith that we believe and confess that our Lord Jesus Christ, God's Son, is both God and man. He is God begotten before all worlds from the beginning of the Father and he is man born in the world from the being of his mother, he existed fully as God and fully as man with a rational soul and a human body, equal to the Father in divinity, subordinate to the Father in humanity. Although he is God and man, he is not divided, but one Christ. He is united because God has taken humanity into himself and he does not transform um, deity into humanity. Uh, for as the rational soul and body are one person, so is Christ um, God and man. And and so we see, um, in the beginning again with the, with the disciples and then, um, as apostles and later on into the council of Nicaea, um, and that was later, you know, translated their beliefs from that into the antonation creed. This is not something that, um, was an addition later, but a belief from before the birth of Jesus, um, in Jesus's ministry um, in the early church of acts in the council of Nicaea and it always taught and all it's always been considered a truth of the church that, that Jesus is God. Jesus is God.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And you know, another, you know, I, I won't dwell on this much longer because we, you know, we, we think we hit it pretty well, but the other, the, the, you know, again, this uh, notion that, you know, they, they called the council of Nicaea in order to, to make Jesus God, uh, being, being false is, um, the reason they did that is, is because by this point, you know, a couple hundred years post, post, uh, Jesus and, and post apostles, right? Because apostles were all eyewitnesses to the, to the death and resurrection of Jesus. And so they were the ones preaching and, and writing, um, you know, books of the new Testament and that kind of thing and, and, and starting churches and all that stuff. But as, as, uh, as time passes, what happens is you you start to get the grifter class coming in, basically, and you have people penning different, um, you know, new new gospels, right? The Gospel of uh, Mary, um, the Gospel of Thomas, which these were all, uh, uh, what is, is, it, is it? this Apocrypha? Is that what they call it? Yeah, Apocrypha. And these are books that are, apocrypha. you know, and the, the History Channel likes to run that, that show every now and then when it actually does a history show but you know the forbidden books of the bible well they're forbidden because they're junk right because they're written hundreds of years (laughs) after the fact they're 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 not based they're not by written by anybody who was an eyewitness to any of the things that happened they're 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 not backed up by anything and so what's happening well i've seen a facebook post (laughs) about the banned gospel
0: of mary yeah and how you know the world wants to keep the truth from us that's right and so i just don't know if if you know what you're talking about it's the gnostics they knew. they They lived
1: they knew everything living up in their caves you know (laughs) how many years later and
0: you know if you've seen um what's his face tom hanks who would not lie to us that's right he's he's, uh, america's dad yeah in the um, angels and demons or that That was the sequel um then we know that the the truth it's been (laughs) hidden from us (laughs) that's
1: right it's locked up in the uh the the vatican's vault yeah um like the like the uh dark of the covenant at the end of uh indiana jones it's just in a warehouse and yeah but yeah you know well yeah but not just any warehouse (laughs) a warehouse in in new mexico (laughs) yes yeah but you know and you know we make these jokes but <laughs> there are people out there who think this stuff. Well, no, no I, I saw this. I mean, I didn't, you know, I didn't actually look into any of the actual evidence that yeah. are reported. But so, so what happened is, is at least for the same people that want you to think the Earth is round. Okay, yeah. <laughs> that's
0: right. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. Um, we'll get into that one. They're like, yeah. it,
1: it just actually ticks some people. Yeah. Off with, I don't know, but our viewership has just gone up. <laughs> like, oh, they're talking about flat Earth. Let's uh, pay attention. To yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like. Uh, like, I think it's the Gospel of Thomas. Like, he, he the story he tells is, uh, or that's told is, uh, I think it's that one. It might be Mary. But the the tomb, the stone rolled away and like this talking cross comes out of the tomb. I don't know if you're familiar with the Gospel of Thomas. I have not, but it's it's going it's, on my reading. It's list. very trippy, yeah. So there's like a talking cross that comes out. Of, I mean, it's like absurd. And yeah. so um so what they did was they, they called this because again, all this this outside stuff is starting to come in and they were like, Okay, no, listen, we're gonna kinda canonize. You yeah. know, here here's here you know, and what they did was like Aaron talked about it, they didn't come up with this just they didn't pull it out of their butt. Yeah. They'd get like what are all of our main church? This is what we're all teaching. This is what we're all, you know, the gospels, the letters from Paul, this is what we're all teaching. And so we're going to come together as, as leaders in the church and say, okay, this is, this is what, you know, this is the official stuff, the stuff that, you know, came around at the beginning. And this is what we're sticking with. Not this other nonsense that people are trying to come in and tell us, no, this is, you know, the talking cross is the new, is the new end thing. Um, so, so that's the whole purpose. It wasn't to, to bestow deity upon, upon Jesus, and so, um, you know that that's an important thing. And you know, and again, this goes back to what we always talk about here: is that you have to, to to do put a little effort into knowing what it is you believe. So when this stuff comes along, you don't like. Well, Dan Brown wrote a book, and it seemed pretty, no. pretty legit. It's pretty convincing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that no. the the Holy Grail is a, a person or whatever at the end of the movie was. No, I, I have remember. a YouTube degree. And that's true can't beat that you can't discredit <laughs> it's not like
0: anybody can just make a youtube video yeah no and present evidence to go through some credentialing
1: process and
0: fabricate things yeah. not not everybody can do that yeah Caleb.
1: there's no there's no extra <laughs> motivation to you know yeah what's fabricate? to be
0: gained what's to yeah. be gained by making a video that That's just full of crap. I don't
1: know what's to be gained by eating iPods. You
0: know, so there's no other reason people would do it. It's not like people just want attention for attention's sake. That's possible. Or or try to go viral to to monetize off a video. Say something
1: mildly offensive. Yeah, people don't do stuff like that. That's right. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) so, (laughs) um, so, you know, um, so why, why, why did God have to come to earth to be you know, the sacrifice for us to reconcile us back to God. I think that would also be something to talk about as far as Jesus as God. Right? Yeah. Why, is it, why was it God? Well, that's
0: going to be uh, next week.
1: Oh, that is true. Yeah. yeah. Am yeah. I jumping ahead?
0: You are jumping I am, one week ahead. I'm jumping ahead. Sorry. Yeah yeah so we will it's a good question caleb past see i'm teasing that was yes, the whole point i was yeah. teasing next week so good if you want to know tune the, answer, in next tune in the next week
1: <laughs> you we gotta leave one more we're to talk about salvation
0: atonement justification yeah. we're gonna talk about all grace. sorts of big
1: words um make us sound smart
0: but i do want to touch on something um one of the things we haven't said you know because like well if if jesus was god um why didn't he just tell us um well, he did. <laughs> and one of my favorite is actually out of the Gospel of John. um, and there's other ways I believe he communicated it. And it's important to understand culture if you don't understand culture, then you'll be one of these people that said, "Well, he never said, "I am God." Um but in John thirty, he made this statement thirty. Um, yeah, sorry, ten thirty. Um, he made this statement, and he said, "The Father and I are one." And you may be thinking, but, but Aaron, like that, he didn't say I'm God. No, he said, the father and I are one. And so when we go back over um, to that again, it says, once again, the people picked up stones to kill him. Jesus said at my father's direction, I've done many good works for which one are you going to stone me? They replied, we're not stoning or we're stoning you not for any good work, but for blasphemy. What could this blasphemy be? You, a mere man, claim to be God. Where was that? Jesus didn't say I was God. No. In verse 30, the Father and I are one. And so when you begin to understand their culture, their time, um, and, and things like that, you begin to understand that um, that Jesus actually didn't claim to be God. Um, he, he called himself, I am. Um, and another part, I think that's actually in John 2 uh, as well, where he said, um, uh, before God um, uh, before Abraham was, I am, and, and that was a reference um, to um, the the name that God gave Himself. Right? It, it's a it's a profound statement. It's a statement of deity. Um, it, it's a declaration by Jesus Himself that that listen, um, I am um, I'm God incarnate. Right? <laughs> I'm God in a body, and and I'm I'm here among my creation that that I that I am. I am God. That, that's what he's saying here. And, um, and it's profound and it's easy to miss. And you'll see all sorts of garbage on the internet. You could do a Google search right now. I encourage you to. Um, Did Jesus say he's God? And you will find tons of stuff that with just a little bit of research, you'll see is false, first off. But you'll see tons of claims. Well, he never claimed that. The disciples never claimed that. And, and in here, just a little bit, you know, we we threw some stuff out there that that's, that's accurate and verifiable. And there's much more than what we have here um but that that was the claim jesus did claim to be god the disciples recognized him as as god they they worshiped him as god it was taught um before his arrival it was taught um um after um right his his death burial and resurrection that that that's what he was recognized as and it's important for us to understand it and and we'll see next week again as we talk about salvation and atonement a little bit more and we've kind of laid that out a little bit how we need uh, an eternal god to to cover our our sins and, and to uh, make atonement for us but um that jesus was very much god and, and that's one of the things we need to recognize in the christmas season that, that's the beautiful thing when I mean, we think about that god presented himself to creation in, in a fragile body as an infant um, there's not a, a more fragile, innocent way to, to come into the world. Um, he could have very easily just manifested himself as an adult man, <laughs> but, but did not. And, um, so that's just the, the beauty of the, the Christmas season. And one of the things that, uh, we, we shouldn't lose sight of.
1: Yeah. No, I, w- I was overlooking, unlike you, I w- Texting on your phone, I was actually looking in the Bible. Um, I was looking for the, the verse, but if you look at, and this is always, I think, the most convincing uh, passages about Jesus um, uh, claiming to be God is, is when he is, uh, before the before the Sanhedrin, um, also in, in John, when he was, um, when they're asking, you know, or he's asking, when they're coming to uh, arrest him at the Garden of Gethsemane, and they're like, where, and he says, who are you looking for? and they um you know they say uh um you know jesus nazareth and, but his response is in in the, in the um he says i am right? like you yeah. were talking about and that that i am is the i am in the in the hebrew is the exact same i am that's used in uh when when moses is, yeah i pulled that up that's john eighteen eight. yeah when and you can see in 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 the translation here, how that's capitalized, right? Yeah. It says, I am, and the I am is capitalized because that's the same translation. That's the same, that's the same uh, word, uh, in, in the Hebrew as that, um, when Moses was encountering God at the burning bush and Moses asked ask God, you know, cause God tells him to go to confront Pharaoh. And he says, well, who do I, who do I say sent me? Yeah. And God says, I am. Meaning, I am is in the eternal, right? I am. I've always been. I, am, I will always be. That's what the I am stands for. And so here, when Jesus is is confronted, and like I said, in the Gospels they almost always say it kind of in a different place, but Jesus says, I am. Right? He he's he's invoking the exact same verbiage there that God does, and, and it's like, that, I don't know how else how more clear yeah. you need to be, um, in that that Jesus is claiming right here, you know, and then later on too, he also, his testimony is like, you know, you're going to see me sitting at the right hand of God <laughs> coming on the clouds. It's like, uh, yeah, but what are you trying to say, Jesus? <laughs> are you really, are you really saying you're God? Or are you, you know, yeah. well, you know, um, no, Jesus, uh, Jesus fully claims to be God. I mean, that's, yeah, it's and, very evident. Um, you know, and it's, uh,
0: in the gospel of john one of the reasons we see this is you know each of the gospels were kind of written with a different intent um you know luke was written to the great theopolis right luke was a, a gentile he was a physician and he was writing an account of jesus's life to somebody right uh, mark is um considered to be peter's gospel actually that yeah mark was not one of the 12 um but had traveled um, probably the mark that traveled with with luke and paul um and um Whose cousin was he? Barnabas. Yeah, yeah. Barnabas's cousin, um, who likely took down the account of Peter, and that became the gospel there. Uh, and then we have the Book of Matthew, and the intent by the Book of Matthew was to to look at prophecies that Jesus fulfilled. Well, John, the intent behind it was to present Jesus as deity. That's why it it focuses on these I am statements and why it focuses on the deity of Jesus, why it opens up um, with in the beginning was the word and the word was God and the word was with God, right? While we see this in this gospel um, in such a rich way.
1: way Unless you're in Jehovah's Witness.
0: Yes. That's not in your Bible. What are all these black ones in the Bible? Don't worry about about that. that. Uh, (laughs) We've blacked out everything that... we don't want you to, I mean, that looks you shouldn't It's like, like a CIA document.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's been redacted. <laughs> Again, we really got to do an episode on like comparative yeah. religion. Or yeah. The, the Mormons black out the same thing. So
0: no, they just wrote a whole new book. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's true. Um, But, uh, that's why we see in John so much of this present. Um, because that's what he wanted you to know. He wanted you to know. And that goes back to the fact too, this is something that's added. No, like the gospel, this particular gospel is written with that intent. Yeah. For all intents and purposes. Yeah. That's what John's saying. Jesus is God. I (laughs) want to show you. Yeah. They added that later, like 600 years later. Yeah. Okay. 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 Um, so, um, that, that's Jesus is presented as, as deity. Um, and so do not lose sight of that. But I think you uh, – do you have anything else on this part? We're no. not done yet, people. No. But um, um, Caleb had some, some cultural things for us, and I cannot remember what any of them are. That's, that's fine. Yeah, That's good how well deal. you listen to me.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, so, you know, keeping in the spirit of Christmas. Like, so last week uh, for our culture segment, we sprung it on Aaron that um, asking what uh, – what uh his favorite christmas movies are and we all found out that he uh, likes incredibly violent christmas movies i just like violence yeah that's true so this year uh this week i wanted to talk about uh a couple of things um one two of them are related and one of them is not well it's kind of related to what we just talked about so um so we all know christmas is you know about santa claus right yep. santa claus is also known as St. Nicholas, right? I and mean, St. Nicholas is actually based off of a actual saint. And St. Nicholas was actually at the Council of Nicaea. and Well, in the violent night... <laughs> Shut up. St. Nick was actually a Viking warrior. <laughs> <laughs> and that's
0: probably my favorite St. Nicholas yeah. origin story. Um, but the real one is.
1: <laughs> so he was... So this time of year every now and then you'll see it pop up on your face. You know, if you, if you've got some Christian friends, you'll see this pop up on your Facebook and I try to post it every year too, mm-hmm. because I like it, but there's a post and it's a picture of St. Nicholas. And, um, it says, I'm here to, uh, deliver pet presents and, um, punch heretics. And I'm all out of presence. That's <laughs> one of my favorite reasons. I it's, it's just so funny. And so, uh, I just wanted to, in this, there's no actual, this is, this is kind of a, uh, a myth about him that, that has come up, but it, it it's not, you know, a hundred percent verifiable, but I like it. So I'm going to believe it's true because that's the American way. I don't need evidence. I just want to believe it. So anyway, so, so the story behind that, if you ever see that is that at this first council of Nicaea, there was, um, there was this guy, another church leader that was, uh, was, um, um, making the case that god or that jesus was fully man and not god and old saint nicholas jolly old saint nick (laughs) had had enough of it and so he (laughs) just goes down there and socks the guy in the face right there and and uh i I think we're missing some of that church discipline now yeah i know you just need to (laughs) you need to yeah did you find the meme yeah but um so if you ever see that, that's, again, there, it, there is a picture of it. Yeah. I came to give presents to kids and to punch heretics and I just ran out of presents. I like it. <laughs> and also, just so you know, a little fun fact about St. Nick is that um, he apparently was, was fairly thin. He was not a jolly, jelly old fat, fat man, nor yeah. was he a angry Viking. Uh, that part's still out for debate, but you know. Nick, you know one of the things that that got him is this, you know, this benevolent. He's also the patron saint of wolves. In case uh, you didn't know that, of wolves, uh, wolves. I didn't know they needed one. That sounds like a Viking warrior. <laughs> I mean,
0: I'm just, I feel like you're making so a one case of the things he me. did
1: was um, like he paid the uh, the dowry for like three three girls who were about to be you know condemned to a life of prostitution because they were too poor to be married off because back then you know you had to yeah. in order to be uh an adequate bride you had to pay a dowry as a payment to whoever your, the husband was and so they came from poor families and so they weren't going to be able to afford a dowry so they weren't ever going to get married and so the only way to support themselves was going to be pr- prostitution and so saint nick pays pays that dowry and, and that's you know part of it where we start to get that idea of you know saint nick giving gifts yeah. so not not the Viking mythology, but the other things I was going to say before and make some other. <laughs> Will's returning. Yeah, I can see them. That's what I'm trying to catch you off. Um So the other thing that the, the next two things are, are kind of Christmas myths that I don't want to talk about. And so, so the, the first one is December 25th. Where does December 25th come from? Right. And this is a popular secular idea. Well, it's, in the, and it's also in the Christian church. Some, yeah. some like denominations don't celebrate Christmas because no. they, a, they believe that it's a sun god holiday right and so back to when we're talking about Constantine and the Roman Catholics or the, sorry the Romans b- becoming Christian right that becoming the state religion well back b- before then they were pagan and so then they you know they had all these different um, ceremonies and whatnot and so there was a ceremony in which they uh, celebrated uh, the sun or sun god or whatever and it just so happened to be on December 25th and Constantine being you know a very reasonable and economical kind of guys like hey we're already throwing a party Let's just call that the birth of Christ, yeah. right? And so, so that's the idea is that he rebranded it and called it Christmas, right? There's no real evidence that that's necessarily the case. And there's actually another, another thought uh, as far as um, where that came from and uh, where the date came from. And um, I think I've lost it, lost it here. But basically there was a, um, a Roman Christian historian and um, I can't think of his name now uh anyway he he had he had determined that jesus's uh conception was um oh sorry yeah uh march 25th and so i don't know how he arrived at it apparently that was also the the date that he thought the world started too so Mm. take it for what it's worth but nine months from march 25th is december 25th and so that's where that's also possibly where the, the idea of December 25th came from. So Interesting. it's not necessarily a secular yeah. thing. And then
0: I want to point out that if you're one of these people that believe we shouldn't celebrate because of that, that, um, you know, Paul kind of talks about, and I think this falls in line in my opinion um, with Christians partaking with food that's been um, offered up to idols even. And Paul's like, you know, like, who cares? Yeah, <laughs> like kind yeah. of his mentality, and he really points to you know it's an issue of the heart. You know, if you are offering it up as an idol worship, then you know you're wrong. But um, that, and, and so again, I know that pertains to food, um, but still kind of the same type of um, issue of the heart, in my opinion. That um, regardless, I mean, even if we um, move forward in time and, and find out and have concrete evidence that that's exactly what happened. And this is just uh, or a celebration of the winter solstice and, and whatever else. Um, you know, we can still celebrate it for whatever we want. And just because someone else celebrates it, um, something else on a different day, um, which I don't think anybody even celebrates any of that garbage anymore at all, in any way. So, but even if they did, um, we can still choose to do
1: what we want. <laughs> yeah, with whatever heart right. of worship we want. Yeah, I've never understood that. Like, yeah. It's like, it doesn't matter what things may have been in the past. Hey, well, Halloween,
0: they worship the devil. I'm, I'm not worshiping the devil. I'm not worshiping the devil, yeah.
1: yeah. I mean, I you it's... know, I, I was having this conversation with Jill in, about this stuff because, um, you know, we, we know different people like that. And it's like, yeah, it doesn't matter what it used yeah. to be. So, so you know, um, being the Native American that I am, you know, <laughs> the, um, <laughs> You, 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 there is a, a Native American symbol um, that looks a lot like a swastika. Yeah, that means peace and hope and all sorts of good things, right? That's it, what it means. I mean, and that's what it, it. um As a matter of fact, so like I was a part of the the forty fifth infantry. I was a two four five combat engineer in the army, and in the actual patch used to kind of be based off of that no and but now it's the thunderbirds um it's a a thunderbird patch because obviously when the nazis started walking around with the same sort of symbol they they, now their symbol the swastika is like flipped and twisted a little bit but i mean if you saw the indian symbol i'm talking about you're like that's swastika (laughs) (laughs) and the reason you think that is because they co-opted and they took it and so nobody's walking around with that anymore well, we, nobody's making the argument. We're like, well, I'm going to walk around with swastika because it's used to mean yeah peace and hope and love and all this other stuff. Nobody you're not going to make that argument. And so we can't take that standard and then apply it to this and be like, well, we can't practice it because it's what it used to mean. Yeah. This is what it means to us. You know, so and I was trying to find that. And it's in Colossians. Read Colossians. It says that Paul says that he's like, don't let people tell you. <laughs> What you should eat, don't you know? Yeah. What days you should worship, and all this stuff. Because that's not what matters. You yeah. know, it matters what you know your intent on that. So there's that one. And the last one I want to hear, I want to talk about because I heard this, uh, and I hear that everybody hears this one: Xmas, right? Xmas. Oh, you're just trying to take Christ out of Christmas. <laughs> Stop telling your kids that, please. That is not what Xmas means. It's, uh, and it's not because people are lazy and they're trying to not, you know. Well, I don't want to write out Christ. I'm just going to put an X. That's not what it means either. Um, Xmas, the, the abbreviation for Christmas, right? And so the X comes from the Greek letter uh, chi, C-H-I. I think that's how you pronounce it, chi. It's not chi. I know that. That's <laughs> that's different. Uh, it's the first letter of the Greek word christos, which is where we get the word Christ from, okay? And so mas, or mas, M-A-S, the last part of that, uh, Means to is 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 mass, right? Yeah. So Christmas is Christ mass, right? Yeah. Xmas is short for Christo, Christ mass. It's the same thing. Heretic. Yeah. It, it's not. Why this, do you want to take Jesus yes, out of Christmas? Why are you Christmas? trying to take Christ out of Christmas? So it's not the secular world trying to take Christ out of Christmas. It's just a representation of the Greek letter for Christ. So. There you go. So, so if you hear some little kid tell you that, just pull a St. Nicholas and punch him in the face. That's why <laughs> <okay>. i <laughs> just going to bring it full circle. Um, but just a couple of the uh, the Christmas things, Christmas myths. Um, Christmas, I, I could go into Christmas trees too, but we'll move yeah. on. But Christmas yeah, this, trees aren't heretical either. So Yeah, <laughs> this is that uh, passage you were looking for. There you go. Yeah, so don't let anyone condemn you. Um, ugh, sorry, I can't read. Yeah. For what you eat or drink or not celebrating uh, certain holidays or new moon ceremonies or Sabbaths. Right. There yeah. you go. There you go. Straight from God's mouth Yeah <laughs> Yeah I mean you know Don't let that Bible Get in the way of what you want to believe Yeah That's, that's our whole <laughs> takeaway here But So hopefully those things uh, Help brighten your Your Christmas holiday Go around and tell Happy Xmas to everybody <laughs> <laughs> Take that Target uh, Yeah <laughs> Now they just, They went with happy or <sighs> Happy holidays, holidays. Yeah, yeah Happy holidays, happy holidays. All All right. Don't say happy holidays yeah. Yeah. Say happy Christmas Yeah Merry Christmas Yeah Happy Christmas sounds stupid. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Yeah. Because
0: Happy Christmas sounds European. And if we wanted to be European, I we would have kicked their
1: butt. I said stupid. Yeah, it, yeah stupid. it is.
0: I'm just saying, I'm just reiterating why it's stupid. Yeah. It's European.
1: And we won. That's right. <laughs> yeah. We, we, we fought a number of wars to not care what those people think. So, um, <laughs> yeah. So, say, uh, Merry Xmas. That's fine. No. Um, and, and, you know, be okay with celebrating Christmas on December 25th even though that's not when Jesus was born, it's okay. <laughs> it's going to be okay, everybody. Be, everybody will be okay. And it's okay to, to you know, do the whole Santa thing, too. Your kids will not be scarred. Somehow we all were raised with Santa and, and learned the, the true nature of that. I'm not going to talk about it because I don't know what little ears may be listening, but I'm just saying, somehow we all came out mostly well-adjusted adults. Yeah. So. I just like to get credit for
0: everything, so. <laughs> yeah um, so, anyway yeah that's that it for today that's it Man, so um, as Caleb kind of touched on next week we'll be talking about salvation atonement justification again uh, you won't want to miss that it's going to be riveting um, like and uh, very exciting stuff as we kind of wrap up our uh, Christmas series um, next week that's going to be on the 22nd Does that drops something like that something
1: like that it's just in time for you to learn all this stuff and then talk about it with your family at Christmas what? yeah that'd yeah, be if, fantastic but i'm gonna talk politics and, no. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah I would just do this instead of politics <laughs> um but uh man we uh, really appreciate you guys uh, engaging with us and connecting we've actually had some decent connection to our um youtube channel starting out um, no, but we, we need more man get we more do. yeah we always we need more. more yeah more subscribers there um and so like share our yes. content um, help us to, to spread the word and uh, impact our community. Yeah. But
1: need but. you to like this video. So set an alarm for uh, for Friday. Uh, yeah. Fridays, obviously, you're listening to this one, so it's too late now. But for next Friday, set an alarm for what time? We launch seven. Seven. Okay, so set an alarm for seven in the morning on Friday, and as soon as you hear that, go to the YouTube's and and get us a, th- a thumbs up if you can if we can get if we can get multiple thumbs up within like the first few minutes like that helps us really boost our our algorithmic reach okay. and that really sticks it to um uh what's the susan Wojcicki or whatever her name is i don't know she's the head of youtube i think she's get, retiring though but. yeah i don't know She's a bad person either way. Google owns YouTube anyway. That's true. So we're going to stick it to them by giving us a thumbs up. Fight the man. Yeah, fight the man. (laughs) All right. uh, (laughs) Grateful for you guys.
0: We'll see you right back here next week.